You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Now, by the way, in the Jewish or Christian scriptures, this was a sign that was mentioned about the Prophet that the final messenger of Allah would be in one prayer and the Qibla will change in that prayer. This was actually a sign that was mentioned in Jewish scriptures. See how many signs Allah would send them. But you know what the Jews said? Now that the Qibla changed, those Sufaha from the Jews, they started objecting. What happened to them? Why did they change the Qibla that they were on? Why? They should have stayed on the Qibla. SubhanAllah, yesterday they were mocking Muslims and saying derogatory terms and attacking them for, ah, oh, you guys don't have your own Qibla, you're following us, you're inferior and we're superior. Now that they have their own Qibla, why'd you change your Qibla? Stay to your own, you know, stick to your previous Qibla. They used to know, only Allah knows how much headaches those Jews created in Medina for the Prophet. Every little thing, they would mock him, ask questions to insult the Prophet, try to distract the Muslims. They really did anything, you know, in order to to distract the Muslims. So now this is what happened after the Qibla changed. Yes, brother. The first Ansar of Medina, were they also Jewish before? Yes, many of the Ansar in Medina originally, uh, were they Jewish before? When they converted to Islam. Yes, many, many, see the people who, the Ansar originally, the people of Medina, Aws and Khajraj, they came from Yemen. They left Yemen due to some natural disasters that happened, like the big flood that happened. So they settled in Medina. No, at this time they were not Jews. When they came to Medina, they came into contact with Jewish tribes. So a lot of the Aws and Khazraj converted to Jewish tribes. They were pagans? They were pagans who converted to Judaism. Then when the Prophet came, some of them converted to Islam. So when you hear some Jews who converted, converted to Islam, they were actually Arab Jews. They were not originally Jews who came from Palestine. There were Arab Jews who had converted to Judaism, then they converted to Islam. The original Jews who came from Palestine area, most of them did not convert to, to Islam. They were more stubborn, stubborn with the Prophet Like Banu Quraidha, Banu Qaynaqa, Banu Nadir. Rarely you find some people converting from them. Those Jews who converted frequently, were the Aws and Khazraj Jews. They were more open to the message of the Prophet Now what were the benefits of this conversion of Qibla? Very briefly, first of all, this was a very important step to win the hearts of the Arabs. Because the Arabs loved Mecca. Suddenly they heard, oh, Prophet Muhammad has been instructed by God to pray towards Mecca. This encouraged a lot of Arab tribes to consider joining Islam. 
and to make Islam more attractive. So initially Allah did test them, but then now Allah decided, let's make Islam easier for them to accept. This was a very important step. And that's why over the years, the rate of conversion to Islam really accelerated. This played a role because now the Arabs felt closer to Islam. Okay, Islam is considering our Kaaba holy, Mecca holy. This is now a barrier out of the way. So this was one benefit of changing the Qibla. The second benefit is really important. See, initially when the Muslims were praying towards Jerusalem, the idea was to bring the spirit of interfaith. But the Jews took advantage of that, they exploited that, and they started to harm and harass Muslims. Now it came time for Muslims to have their independence from the Jews and to distance themselves from the Jews because they were determined to destroy the Muslim society. So the Muslims needed that psychological independence from the Jews, you know, we no longer need your Qibla, we have our own Qibla, this was very important. And to also make a statement to the Jews that look, you can't get away with your evil actions. So the Prophet to protect the Muslims from the harms of the Jews, he was actually now creating a barrier between them and the Jews. But see, initially for 13, 14 years, the Prophet didn't do that. The Jews had the freedom to do whatever they want in Muslim society. They would come, speak, harass the Muslims, do whatever they want. Okay, it came to a point where this was unacceptable anymore. So the Prophet had to draw the line. The change in the Qibla liberated the Muslims, uplifted their spirits and gave them their own independent Qibla. That made them strong in the face of Jews and this was highly required. So these were two very important benefits. By the way, the change of the Qibla also, the Qibla of the Prophet also has a miraculous scientific nature to it. Basically, in the past when they didn't have very exact compasses, the methods that scientists would use at the time, up until maybe like a hundred years ago, when we would see the mihrab of the Prophet which scholars believe it's in the same exact position since 14 centuries ago. They would see it was a little bit off from the Qibla. So it's facing south towards Mecca, but the mihrab of the Prophet was a little bit off. According to the tools up until like a century ago. So some scientists thought, you know, maybe the Prophet was just telling Muslims, pray generally in the direction of the Qibla. You don't have to be like exact to the degree of, of going south. Until modern technology and a compass and GPS system, they realized, some scientists realized that the mihrab of the Prophet is exactly facing the direct object of the Kaaba. And that's truly amazing. So when Jibra'il had the Prophet face the Kaaba, he literally had him in front of the Kaaba. With modern devices, they realized it was not off a few degrees from the Qibla, it's exactly in the direction of the Kaaba. And that's something that's truly amazing and beautiful. Now when the Qibla changed, remember this wasn't only about Salah, burying the dead. Companions who would die before the change of the Qibla, their bodies would be faced towards what? Jerusalem north, now that changed. Um, the Islamic slaughtering, it was all towards the Qibla. So Salah, the dead and the slaughtering that became towards Mecca. We'll conclude with one interesting hadith that is found in Tafsir al-Imam al-Askari salawatullahi alayhi. 
or actually this is in the book of Ihtijaj by At-Tabarsi, he narrates this from Al-Imam Al-Askari. He narrates a conversation that happened between the Jews and between the Prophet. When the Qibla changed, the Jews came to the Prophet. They told him, look, if your previous Qibla in Jerusalem was Haq and the right one, that means the current one is Batil and so you're in falsehood. And if your previous Qibla Jerusalem was false and now you found the new Qibla, then for all 13 years Allah had you on falsehood. So you're stuck with falsehood. This is what the Jews said to the Prophet The Prophet gives them the answer and they're like, how, how can God change his mind? You know, he suddenly discovers that the Qibla is better. These are scholars, Jewish scholars arguing with the Prophet. The Prophet would give them beautiful answers and many types of answers. One interesting the Prophet says to them, the Prophet says, you Jews, you don't work, you don't do anything on the Sabbath and you work for six days. So which one's the haq and which one's the batil? Working on the Sabbath, is that haq? You have to work, you don't work on the Sabbath, you work on six days. Not working is the haq, then you don't work on the Sabbath, so you're stuck with batil. See, he's using their same <laughs> mentality. They're like, no, both is haq. When we don't work on Saturday, that's haq. And when we work those other six days, that's haq. Every day has its own ruling. The Prophet says, perfect. In the first 13 years, when we were on Jerusalem, that was haq. Now that we shifted south to Mecca, that's also haq. Different circumstances. So the, so the Prophet, when he said that, they had no response. They're like, but how could God change his mind? He's like, no, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't change his mind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew that for 14 years, this was good for us. It was in our interest of the Muslim ummah to pray north. Now things changed, circumstances changed. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changed the ruling. Not because he changed his mind, because the circumstances were, you know, changed. And then Allah, he gives, he, the Prophet keeps giving them examples just to stop them from arguing. So for example, Allah tells them you have winter and summer. When winter comes and it becomes cold, does that mean Allah changed his mind and he now makes things cold? By the way, the Prophet, no one could debate him. No one could debate him. And when summer comes, Allah changes his mind. They're like, no, Allah's not changing his mind. But summer is good for us, so Allah gives us summer. Then the seasons shift because Allah finds that winter is also good for our overall system. He says, okay, I give you the same answer. When the Qibla was towards Jerusalem for 13 years, that was good overall for us as a religious society. Now Allah has given us another Qibla. It's not that he's changing his mind or the previous one is wrong. Two Qiblas for two times and circumstances. But they, they kept arguing all the time, but it's a beautiful you know, uh, conversation that Al-Imam Al-Askari captures between the Prophet and the Jews. One beautiful line in this, the Prophet states, Ya ibadallah, antum kal marza, wallahu rabbul alameen tabib O oh, servants of Allah, you're like the patients, the ill, and Allah is the doctor. What's good for the ill person? What the ill person comes up for himself or what the doctor says? What the doctor says. Not what the 
Because the Jews, they wanted to come up with suggestions and try to enforce them. The Prophet was telling them, look, Allah is the doctor, He knows best. We trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we follow His path. We follow His path. We, He knows what's good for us. The Prophet also gives them other reasons why the shift in the Qibla happened. And one of them was to try the followers of the Prophet to see who's really a believer and who's shaky in his belief. And the Quran makes a reference to this. In any case, this happened in the first year or the second year of the Hijrah. Some his historians say seven months after the Prophet arrived in Medina, so in the first year of the Hijrah. Some say 17 months after the Prophet There are some other opinions, but these are the two primary opinions. And this was really a breakthrough in the history of Muslims. It was a turning point that empowered the Muslim community. Now they're independent, they have their independent religion. And this went a long way in strengthening the society in Medina at the time.